You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Before I dive into today's episode, I just have to tell you a funny story. I was recording this episode and I have notes in front of me and for whatever reason, the story that I tell inside of this episode, I was so convinced that it happened in a different year than it actually happened and I was legit about halfway through recording this episode and I had mentioned this specific year multiple times throughout this episode. And I realized that it was totally the wrong year. So anyways, it like kind of threw everything off. And I am now, after recording 11 minutes, restarting because I don't know what time frames different things happened inside of my business. So anyways, now I've got it all fixed. And hopefully for context, this all makes a lot more sense now. But uh, just a little funny thing there of you know, not my podcast episodes are definitely not perfect on the first take. There are very few podcast episodes actually that I do that are perfect on the first take. Usually, especially my individual episodes, obviously with guests, I don't re-record those, but my individual episodes, sometimes I will re-record them like three or four times. Sometimes even I'll get through a podcast episode and I'm like almost to the end and I'll just totally go blank on everything that I possibly have ever known. I don't know if it's like pregnancy brain. I don't know. I I have no explanation for you right now. But again, I just wanted to say that this is not a place of perfection whatsoever. So thank you for listening in, for putting up with me, my tangents and all of the things. With all that being said, today's episode is for you. If you've ever found yourself saying one of these things or all of these things, I'm working every day, but I'm not getting anywhere. I'm doing all the things and I'm drowning. I don't know what to do to make money. Or even I'm working long hours and I feel like I'll never be able to cut back. Or if I do, my business won't survive. Now, I found myself saying all of these things at the beginning of 2022. And I had a really powerful and pivotal experience that forced me to rethink what I was doing in my business and how I was doing business. And this experience was a trip that happened, I believe it was end of March, beginning of April of 2022. And for some context, this trip was originally planned for 2020. And if you can guess what happened during 2020, well, good old COVID hit and the trip got canceled and it got rescheduled for 2021. And the trip got canceled again and it got rescheduled in 2021 to 2022. And so as the trip got closer in 2022, I was convinced that it was going to get canceled because it had been canceled twice prior. And just in my head, I was like, it's going to get canceled. It's going to get canceled. I don't need a plan. Like it's going to get canceled. And then as it got closer, I was like, oh wait, this is not getting canceled. And I was really bummed that this trip was not getting canceled. And looking back, I all I can do is laugh because when I started my business and everyone starts their businesses for different reasons, but one of the reasons why I started my business is because I love to travel and I wanted to be able to travel. And I'm not talking like the travel of like, oh, like, 
you know, I'm going to travel for four months and that type of stuff. Like maybe eventually I'll do that in my life, but like just going on little trips with my family and spending time and being able to see the world, like that's important to me. And I want to not only be able to experience that myself and with my husband, but also with our kids in the future. And so looking back, it's kind of funny to to think about like, oh, that's why I started my business. And then here I am wishing that this trip would get canceled. But, you know, there are lessons that I obviously needed to learn along the way and I can laugh about it now. But I, I seriously was like, please, please, please trip get canceled. And it didn't get canceled. And so as it got closer, I started to really prepare because at the time I was working 12 to 14 hour days. And that's that's like no exaggeration. I kid you not, I would not even get out of bed in the morning before I started working. I would sometimes eat breakfast. Most of the time I would skip breakfast or sometimes it would end up being like lunchtime before I even remembered that I hadn't eaten breakfast. And I would sometimes have dinner. Anyways, it was it was not good, not healthy whatsoever. And I honestly believe that I was like inches away from burnout at that time. And had I not had this experience, I think that I would have burnt myself out for sure because it's just not sustainable, obviously working 12 to 14 hour days. So anyways, though, going back to this trip, I was panicked. I was very, very panicked because I was working 12 to 14 hour days and this trip was a, it was a tour. And so it was planned from morning until night. So you woke up at six or seven in the morning and your day was planned all the way until nine or 10 at night. And what does that not leave a lot of room for? Um, Working your business. (laughs) It does not leave a lot of room for working a 12 to 14 hour day in your business, right? Because I had no no time. Um, I was on a 12 to 14 hour tour day and uh, that left me obviously zero time to work my business. And so I was convinced that my business was going to burn down. And I don't just say that. Like I actually truly in my heart was like my business is going to burn down. And there were many, many, many tears shed before that trip, thinking about all the things that I had built and how I was going to come home after that trip. And it was not like it was going to be literally ashes. I did all the things that I possibly could to prepare for this trip. I batched out my emails. I batched out my content for Instagram. I checked in with my team, which I think at the time I had two team members. It was my email marketing gal, Abby, and then my customer support gal, who is my virtual assistant, Haley. And I prepped them. I was like, my business is going to burn down. You're in charge of handling it. I mean, I didn't actually say that, but basically that's what I said is like, good luck while I'm away. Um, So I, I did everything that I possibly could. And I went on this trip. And during this trip, I worked like 10 to 15 minutes a day. (laughs) And that work really consisted of, I posted on Instagram, which at the time I was posting daily on Instagram. And I responded to a few direct messages. And I think I responded to maybe like one or two important emails that maybe came through. So not, not anywhere near as much as I was working before, but I still like wanted to keep up on things mainly because I was so concerned that if I didn't again, like it would just be even worse. Like instead of just ashes, there would be nothing left when I came back. Uh, But to my surprise, by the time I got done with that trip, which was an 11 day trip, I came back and my business had not burnt down into ashes. It was actually thriving and it was actually growing and I had gained customers and I was and I was making money during that entire trip. And um, my team had like managed the things that they needed to manage while I was gone. And I was like, wait a second. (laughs) this is not what was supposed to happen, which obviously I'm grateful that that what I thought was supposed to happen wasn't actually happening. But I really had this come to moment. Again, this was such a pivotal experience for me 
And <laughs> it's funny because if you would ask me like, well, why didn't you have this moment earlier on? Like, I mean, you work 12 to 14 hour days for a long time, like weeks and months, like why this experience? And I wish I had the answer to that. I don't know. But for whatever reason, I needed to step away to gain clarity on my business. And the funny thing is too, is, you know, this was the very first real trip that I took after starting my business. And I've taken many trips since then, um, where I have actually like fully unplugged from my business. And without fail, every single time I step away and I go on a trip, I always come back with such clarity and direction as to what I need to do in my business. So basically what I'm saying is traveling is actually very healing and I highly recommend it. And your business won't burn down. It'll actually be more beneficial for your business if you take breaks every once in a while. So anyways, that's a little little side note there. But I had this moment where I, when I came back where I was like, wow, why am I working these 12 to 14 hour days if I don't need to be working these 12 to 14 hour days? So it really started off with me um, having this honest conversation of asking myself, well, what are all the things that I'm doing and what are the things that I don't need to be doing anymore? Um, there was a lot of fluff. So what I when I came back for a full week, I audited my time and I audited every single task. So I looked at all the time that I spent on each task. I looked at all the tasks. And then at the end of the week, I looked back and I said to myself, okay, what are the most important things that I need to do? What are the things that I have to do in order for my business to survive, in order for my business to run? And I wrote out a list of those different things, looking at obviously the, this huge list of tasks that I had audited during that week. And then I also asked myself, okay, what are the things that I don't need to do anymore? What are the fluff things that I don't need to do? What are the things that I can get rid of? And then I got rid of those things. And then I was like, okay, what are some other things that I do need to do, but I don't necessarily need to do them every single day? <laughs> like, for example, I was checking my emails. I, again, I kid you not. And I wish that I did not have to admit this out loud right now. I guess I don't have to. No one's forcing me. It's just me right now. Um, but I was checking my email like 10 to 15 times a day. It's like, how much time was I wasting? Literally, like, I think it was like an hour and a half to two hours some days that I was wasting just checking my email. Anyways, that's, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. I, I'm not in love with emails, but I would check it and then I, you know, I'd see some emails and I wouldn't respond to a few of them and I'll all respond later. And then I'd check it again and I'll, oh, okay, I'll respond to one of them and then I'll respond to the other. That's, that's what it looked like, right? So there was a lot of fluff things that I, that I still needed to do. I still need to check my email, but do I need to check it every single day? Do I need to check it 10 to 15 times a day? Absolutely not. I cut out the fluff and I really figured out like how to really structure my week and really structure my day. But what I really recognized is going back to those, the very first thing that I said when I was looking at all these different tasks of after I had gone through and audited my time and all of these different things, the main tasks were the most important, right? And so I was thinking about all the things that I did during Israel, all the different things that I batched and I planned for. Those were really, truly the most important things like, you know, working with my team and managing my team and customer support and um, obviously like offer creation, which at the time I wasn't doing offer creation, but that's another important thing. Uh, but like posting on social media, that's important for visibility and like making sure I'm selling my offer and making sure that I have really good customer support and customer experience. Like all those things are like the main most important things, in my opinion, at this time in my business. And so then I asked myself, OK, well, I, I actually implemented something. I don't know, for whatever reason, again, this is like this was just like a whole bunch of light bulb moments went off for me after this trip. But I remembered something that I learned in network marketing, which was IPAs. And this stands for income producing activities. And these are basically just activities that directly make money. So I asked myself based off of these different tasks, like what things are actually directly making me money? 
And then I was like, okay, well, these are the priority. These are the most important things. So then I schedule my day around those. So those are always the start of my day are those IPAs. Because here's the thing, your business needs to make money in order for you to be able to operate. I do not care if you're like, I don't care to make $100,000 a year. Like, I don't care if making millions of dollars, $100,000 is not your goal. If you have a business, you need to make money in order to operate, period. And if you are a business, you have to make money or else you're just a hobby at the end of the day. So you have to focus on creating revenue and income And so you want to ask yourself what tasks directly result in sales. And so that was that conversation that I had with myself was looking at all these different tasks and then looking at, okay, what are my most important tasks? What are the tasks that are producing income? And those are the tasks that are driving the needle in my business. And that's where I really need to focus my time and energy, right? And if I do nothing else in my day, but my income producing activities, then I'm good to go. I am solid. I am surfing the wave. Like I am good, 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 right? Because those are the most important things and I'm getting those things done. And all really, everything else isn't as urgent. It doesn't mean that it's not important, but just because it's on your list doesn't mean that it's important and it doesn't mean that it's urgent, right? And then there are, of course, all these other tasks that were fluff that I just totally needed to cut out. So now, what are my biggest income producing activities? Well, I have three main ones, and this isn't this isn't an all-inclusive list. Uh, these are just my biggest income producing activities. Obviously, there are other income producing activities, but like, these are the biggest ones. So number one is content. This is how I get eyes on my business. Visibility is so important. So my goal every day is to put out one piece of content on at least one platform. And so at the beginning, or not the beginning, but like at the time of this trip happening in Israel, I was posting one time a week on Instagram. I also believe I was posting, uh, I don't think I was posting on Pinterest at this time. I also believe though that I was posting daily on TikTok. Those are the two platforms that I was posting on. Now though, so in August of 2023, as I'm recording this, I actually don't post on Instagram every single day. My goal is to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Instagram. And then I actually have a a podcast episode that drops on Tuesdays and then an email that goes out on Thursdays. So to me, that's my five days a week. So again, uh, Monday, Instagram, Tuesday, podcast, uh, Wednesday, Instagram, Thursday, email, Friday, Instagram. So that's what it looks like now. And again, this isn't to say that that's the best format and (laughs) recommendation for everyone. But visibility is really important, right? And so content is my visibility strategy. But here's the thing. Posting content alone is not an IPA. It is not an income producing activity. But posting content that drives traffic to an offer is an income producing activity. So just keeping that in mind, like posting content itself is visibility and it is so important. Don't get me wrong. And this isn't to say too that like, if it's not an income producing activity, it's not important. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do that you should do it or that you shouldn't do it. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's still important, but it might not be in my in my opinion, it shouldn't be like the main focus of your day. Still important, still do it, but again, it's not the main focus. But without visibility, then you don't have a business because I don't care how great your business is. I don't care how great your offers are. I do not care how great your brand is. I don't if you don't have visibility, you're not making money because no one is seeing you, right? So visibility is so important. But again, content itself, posting content itself is not an income producing activity. Posting content that drives traffic to an offer or to a funnel where it's people are going to be sold is an income producing activity. So that's my first one. My second one in terms of biggest IPAs is selling on Instagram stories daily and also using emails to sell. So that's kind of like a 
it's the second one, but it's a two-part second one. (laughs) It's selling on stories and also selling on emails. So content is for visibility, but if you aren't selling, then you're basically, in my opinion, you're throwing darts at a board with a blindfold on, hoping that someone lands on your offer. So you need to be selling on Instagram stories daily. That should be a main focus of what you do. Also, emails. So you can send out sales emails, you can send out launch emails, but also having passive email funnels, so, 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 so important. So having those set up and driving traffic to those. So again, you can use your content to drive traffic to your passive email funnels, and that would be an income producing activity. Number three is customer experience. So really making sure that I am taking care of my people because that is so important to me and making sure that customer messages, they get responded to in a timely manner, making sure that I'm checking in with my clients, making sure that my customer journey systems are all working. So all the automations, making sure that I'm sending follow-up message, collecting testimonials, asking for referrals, getting clients to continue into other offers, things like that. That is the third biggest thing that I do in terms of income producing activities. Now, that being said, again, these are just the three biggest ones for my business. Other IPAs that you might have, and this truly depends on your business. Every business is going to be slightly different and they're going to have slightly different income producing activities. Again, this isn't like the best recommendation of like everyone should do all the income producing activities that I do. It's like, here's a list of ideas. And really then diving deep into like what makes the most sense for your business in terms of how you make money. So some other income producing activities could be posting or updating ads. It could be updating or adding to an offer or sales highlight on your Instagram account. It could be posting a sales piece of content. It could be working on like a brand collaboration. Uh, It could be responding to direct messages or emails with questions about your offers. It could be posting a case study or testimonial free training that pitches an offer at the end. It could be adding upsells or downsells to your offers or being a guest speaker in someone else's community and getting paid for that, creating or updating a passive income funnel and even building your email list, right? Especially if you're utilizing your email list, hopefully you're utilizing your email list for monetizing and selling and all that, right? Now you're like, okay, great. This is this is so great. But like, how do I find my actual own income producing activities now that I have a few different ideas of what that actually looks like? My first step that I would recommend for finding your own income producing activities is tracking your week and then looking at each activity you do. And yes, this is going to take time. And yes, it is worth it. I promise you, do it for an entire week, seven days or however many days that you work during the week. Track every single activity that you do. And again, it's going to be so tedious and you're going to think, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? Do I even need to do this? Yes. Yes, you do. You do need to do it. I'm sure that there's probably even apps out there that make your life easier if you don't want to do like old school way, but track everything. Track the amount of time that it takes. Track the day that you're doing it. Track uh, the exact task. Even the smallest things are like, oh, this took me two minutes. Track it. Track it. Track it. Track it. Okay. Now the next step after you've done that, for at least a week. Now, I want you to ask yourself if that activity is directly leading to sales. So you're going to look at every single activity that you did during that week-long period of time or however long that you did it, at least a week minimum. And you're going to ask yourself with every single thing that you wrote down, does this activity directly lead to sales? And if you aren't sure if it's leading to sales, then look into it further, right? Ask yourself deeper questions there. Then you're going to separate your tasks. This is step three. You're going to separate your day-to-day tasks into income-producing activities and non-income-producing activities, right? So you have a whole list of all the different things that directly lead to sales in your business. 
And then you have a separate list that are non-income producing activities. So now that you know your income producing activities, it's time to plan your day around your IPAs. So your IPAs should always be the first things that you do every single day, no exceptions. Why? Because if you then accomplish nothing else in your day, if you accomplish nothing else in your day, you've done the most important things that are moving the needle and driving your business towards its goals. So, 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 so important. Now, something else that I want to mention here is you might have written out this list and you might have come up with, you know, let's just say five to 10 or maybe even 15 different income producing activities. If that's the case, beautiful. I hope that you do. You do not have to do them all every single day, though. If you want to and you're like, this makes sense for me to do these every single day, great. Start the day off by doing those, doing however long it takes you, right? But what I would recommend is really shooting for at least two to three of your best income producing activities every single day. So the ones that are the most important. So like I said, when I was sharing, I have my three biggest income producing activities. Those are the ones that I focus on the most. Those are not the only income producing activities that I do in my business, though. Those are just the ones that I do daily that I focus on daily. And then of course, anything that else that I have in terms of income producing activities, like for example, like adding on upsells or downsells to an offer. Now, those are usually like a one-time thing where it's like set it up and obviously optimize it. And as long as it's working, you don't really need to touch it for a while. So like those things are important to do. But again, it's not something that I necessarily need to do every single day. I don't need to go in and add an, an upsell to my business every single day. I don't have enough offers and I don't have enough upsells to go in and do that. So there are going to be some income producing activities where it doesn't necessarily make sense to do it every single day, whereas others, it is going to make sense to do every single day. And I would assume and probably recommend that most of your income producing activities are going to be around selling on stories daily uh, or selling in some sort of way daily, utilizing your email list for sales. And then, of course, checking in with customers and like referrals and creating recurring customer purchases is going to probably be majority of people's main things that they're going to focus on every single day. But again, it's great if you have more IPAs than just two to three, but I don't necessarily recommend doing every single one of them every single day unless it makes sense in terms of your business. Again, discernment, finding what works best for you. So when you know what to focus on, this is how you start making more money and working less because you're getting really, really, really intentional and strategic with where you're spending your time and what you're doing inside of your business. This legit I kid you not, this exact thing that I just shared inside of this 20-something minute episode is exactly the formula, format, strategy thing that I did to go from working 12 to 14 hour days to then working eight hour days and now even working four to six hour days. It's the same exact thing. And it's because I'm really hyper-focused on the things that are driving the needle the most in my business, the things that have the most weight in my business, the things that are the most important. And then if I have other time in my day to get to other things, then I do those other things, but they're not the most important things. I focus my time on the most important things. So the last thing I'll leave you with, and I kind of mentioned this above, but just because it's not an income producing activity, it doesn't mean that it's not important. So your non-IPAs, it doesn't mean that they're not important. Everything plays a role in your business, but some tasks have a heavier weight than others. And if you really want to have a successful business that you are making more and working less, you need to focus on the tasks that are moving the needle in your business, which often, not oftentimes, they are the ones that have the most heavy weight in terms of your tasks. And heavy weight just meaning they're the most important things, right? So non-IPAs, they still have a place. They're still important. Just like I was saying with 
content creation and visibility. Visibility is so, so, so important. Visibility itself, posting my content itself is a non-IPA, but it's still important because if I don't have visibility, then it doesn't matter how much I sell. It doesn't matter how great my offers are. It doesn't matter um, how often I sell. Like No one's hearing it. No one is seeing it, right? So again, non-IPAs, they still play a role, but it's not your main focus. And some non-IPAs might have a heavier weight than other non-IPAs, right? So I'm going to do my income producing activities very first every single day. But then I'm going to then move into my non-IPAs that have the heaviest weight. So usually for me, that is some sort of visibility exercise, like posting content or something along those lines, or like recording a podcast episode, anything that's really bringing visibility into my business, that's going to be the next focus. And then I'm going to move into other non-IPAs that are still important, but they don't hold as heavy of a weight in terms of importance in moving the needle for my business. So I hope that this was super, super helpful in terms of really organizing your day and really thinking about the tasks that you do and which things are really moving the needle in your business and helping you to drive towards your goals. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.